Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer broken and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United More than just a Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast! Season 7, episode 27. My name is George. I'm back after two weeks of absence. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, Georgie Georgie. And I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello, George. Where are you? I'm in one of our bedrooms at home. And I'm here, I'm here with Nigel. Hello, Nigel. You are, George. Where are you? I'm in my shed. <laughs> does it? Not for me, anyway. <laughs> it's getting a bit wear in my end. Uh we're here to talk about West Ham again. Uh, back after last week's podcast, uh, just you three, you, you carried the podcast and we got lots of good feedback. Well. So I just want to say well done and, and thank you for your hard work and input. No problem. Thank you. Although I did have to spend nearly an hour and a half editing it all. Yes, actually, you did more yeah. work than us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... And thank you for the outtakes at the end. Yes, uh, that, that was a really nice surprise. Thanks, George. Yeah. So a few of those noises I picked up on the way through, and I thought I should should pick them out at the end and replay them because they made me chuckle. They were all Sean making noises. No, actually, Nigel, one of them was yours. Oh, was it? Yeah, the seal impression. The, the one who sounded like a seal. That was you. <laughs> I've been many so, things. Yeah. I mean, I've been a seal. <laughs> uh, talking of animals, let's talk about when we played the Hornets. Uh, yeah. Send me a sling. He's a pro. Uh, West Ham 2, Watford nil. Uh, this weekend, this Saturday at home. Uh, I didn't go. John didn't go. But Nigel and Sean, you went. So which one of you want to talk us through it? Sean can go on. Sean, go on, Sean. Um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, a little bit of a, 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 a forecast on, on the weather. As you know, it was really freezing the last time I went to the London Stadium. So I took thermal underwear, a parka coat, I had a thermal hat, I had gloves, I had a scarf, I had ski socks on, and it wasn't that cold and I was roasting, absolutely sweating buckets on there. But at least I was warm and uh, it was a good game. Yeah, I took the kids. Uh, I was down in row four. Little bit of, as Nigel called it, dry rain because uh, it was uh, coming down that really fine misty rain. Um, but my my kids loved it. They actually watched the whole game, and uh, for once we seemed to be well up on. You know, we had a really attacking um, starting lineup. Uh, great to see Anatovic back with his as uh, well a blonde rinse. But um, I know uh, great um, David Moyes called it a purple rinse uh, and he just seemed to be well up for it and everything resolved around him you know early on um we're almost in line with that first goal by Hernandez that wasn't 
I took a video of myself and I thought it, it should have stood and, and wasn't offside and the lino got it wrong. Um, but obviously our hard work, we seem to be playing well. We seem to be working well as a team. Went 1-0 up, um, you know, through, through a Hernandez header. Uh, second half, I thought we let them come back into it. And I, I must admit, I was getting a bit nervous. Going typical West Ham, we're gonna, we've got, we've led the first half. You know, we've worked really hard. Second half, we sort of let them come. We were defending way too deep. Um, and I thought, here come, here comes the goal. They're going to just get it on the break. Um, and and then of course the the Anatovic goal um, settled it two 0 and we could have got three or four to be honest. Anatovic, by the way. Should have buried two in the first half, and he could have got a hat trick. You know, he missed two. Probably the first two that he missed were probably harder than the third one he, he got in the end. I know it was a bit of a scrappy goal, but I thought we could have won three or four nil. Uh, good day in the office, good win, massive three points, um, and everyone was was really happy, including my children. So uh, yeah. I, a, a good day at the London Stadium. And do you know what? The atmosphere, we talk about the trouble a bit later, but the atmosphere was really good. We were singing, we were celebrating, we were banging yeah, our so feet. We were banging your Sullivan feet. Said. We were banging our that feet is, on that. That is menacing, that, isn't it? You don't get that anywhere else in the country. That is though. menacing. That is menacing. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought, um, I thought it was a good game. One of the one of my, I haven't I haven't seen a win at the London Stadium for quite a while. So it was it was nice to get uh, get the win, and uh, especially before we play, uh, play Liverpool. But uh, you know the stats. I know you say the stats are boring, but the interesting for me is we only have thirty six percent possession. <laughs> yeah, but but we played that well, and we only have thirty six percent possession, which I thought was. Was quite Go on, why was it interesting? Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Nobody cares. I thought it's we boring. had a lot of <laughs> <laughs> It ain't interesting. Cool, Come on, poor speed missing. it up. Speed it up. We're on the clock here today. <laughs> All right, you you tell us your view from the, the from the upstairs heavens. where the air was thin. Yeah, yeah, we won two 0 Good game. Thought we played well. Really pleased. Bit scrappy second goal, but still we take the win. <laughs> Oh, right, we've done the stats. What's next? <laughs> no, you're in a good mood. You're in a good mood tonight. Oh, oh, dear, oh dear. John, you watched it as well, didn't you? The view watch from the TV, it, like from your stick bed. <clears throat> it was all right eventually. Yeah, it was good. I thought, was it offside? I I didn't show it. Anyway, on that on the stream, obviously, I didn't show it as a. Like a line straight down. They, that is available. That, but I'd never see a replay, not even on match of the day. But um, I thought it was questionable. I thought it was like one of those, like the old Kevin Nolan head at Man United the other season. It's one of those you get them when you don't get them. We tend not to get them that often. But it was, it was a shame. It would have been. I mean, it was a good, good finish as well. But he done well. He done well. Hernandez. What difference on out of which makes? It's unbelievable. Yeah, we we did let him back into it. Like second half, Dale Fay always looked dangerous. I was pleased to see him take him off. He? he is, and they just they had a lot of possession, but we seemed controlled, and they didn't really sixty-seven percent possession. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> they did. They didn't really threaten that much, did they? I don't really remember that Adrian making two. Yeah, I know he had one save early on, and well, we had a couple of saves. He didn't seem to do be that busy, and yeah, it was you know second goal killed it. Well, they had four shots on target. I wasn't allowed to read that stat out, so he must have made four saves. Yeah. Uh, he made a good save from exactly free kick, didn't he? From memory, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, punched it out. That was Delafayo again. Wasn't it? But it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like we should have held it for our one as well, shouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. He messed up there. But yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great result. But it is strange how we seem to you know, at the moment we take what we get, don't we, at the moment, and we just gotta get down, we've got to get another season, we've got to get behind us and just get through it and stay in the league. But 
Yeah, you'd like to see us be able to dominate a bit more possession yeah. at home in the future. Well, here's one thing: Chelsea beat, uh, sorry, Watford beat Chelsea four-one midweek. We beat them two 0 so that means we're better than Chelsea. Chelsea are the reigning champions of the um, Premier League, so therefore yeah, we're well, better than the reigning I'm champions. I'm watching them now, and uh, they should the... be two 0 down against West Brom at home. So they're not. They're not playing. Oh really? Playing much oh, better. But on that basis, Brighton beat us three yeah. one. So Brighton then better than us and better than Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good point. All oh, right. Mm. Cheers, Sean. Thanks, thanks, Sean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I saw bits of the game and uh, I saw an article today. I think someone I can't remember who it was, but it was on the West Ham website. Someone highlighting how good counter-attacking football we played. Um, but I'm not sure we want to play counter-attacking football forever at home. No, at home. But like, no. like John just said, we'll take what we get at the minute. So three points in the bag, move on. Good win, a little bit of a break now. And uh, yeah, 30 points. We'll do that with three more wins. Yeah. 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 Do it. I think so. Uh, moving on then. Still relative to the Watford game, Sean, Hmm. you were all over this. I was. And you have been since, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Block 114, there was a little bit of trouble. We sit in Block 113, so it's next to us, towards the away fans. Talk us through what happened. Well, I mean, as you know, Block 114 was, a lot of them were moved out to the um, Trevor Brooking lower when the problem with Chelsea happened. Uh, and, and they've slowly given some of the seats back, but not all of them. There's still a big segregation. But there's not been a lot of trouble there. Um, and then what happened was the goal, the offside goal, which happened on 31 minutes, we obviously celebrated it because we thought it was a goal, right? We didn't see the silly lino with his flag up. So we're celebrating it. And of course, Watford fans take the piss out of us, quite rightly so, that we're celebrating and, and are making wanker signs and waving to us, right? And... Apparently, two guys, a father and son, make some signals and some gestures to the fans, all part of football. Um, And suddenly, you see a response team come in and a load of police, which is a little bit heavy-handed. So, I didn't think anything of it. Anyway, about five minutes later, a father and son join me in, in row four, right next to me, and they say they were the two individuals. And they say, look, we made some gestures to the away fans what's football come to if we can't do that the security wanted to chuck us out uh, and, and eject us just for that you know all sounds a bit so again uh security sort of point into them and sort of spotted where they were they they scarpered again it was getting on for half time and as we went up to the concourse it all went off in the concourse you've seen some of the videos i sent you some but there's been other ones on social media um the police go and the stewards seem to go in really heavy-handed to eject these two people. Other people got involved. There were three arrests. Beer was being thrown at the police. There were scuffles. Um, and you've seen some of the footage. It just it just seemed very toxic again, and it seemed an overreaction. Now, I have spoken to someone at the club today, and there's always two stories. Um, I can't go into details because, unfortunately, this is before a court now and therefore it's a police investigation. I could be had up for contempt of court. What I will say is there was some kind of hand gesture, maybe not the one that's been reported, uh, and that's what they were nicked for and arrested for. There was some kind of threat, allegedly, to to a steward, and and, and that's what they were done. But you've got to say, you know... This is this is the area where we are that creates a lot of the atmosphere to the ground. These are the people that came from Trevor Brook in Lower. These are the people who sing and they stand and they create. And it just seems to be a little bit of, there needs to be a bit of common sense, you know. What's wrong with having a little bit of, uh, you know, is it is it wrong? Well, let me ask you the question. Is it wrong to have an obscene gestures to the away fans or is it just part of football? Nigel. If what they've done, if he's alleged what they've done, they've done. Come on. It's not the crime of the century, is it? I was sitting upstairs, so I'll just watch them all march in. They brought in about, I think, 10 or 12 security blokes to go down there and have a word with them. 
you thinking, are you having a laugh? I don't get... Obviously, I didn't see what they're alleged to have done, but having heard it, I'm thinking, so what? I mean, they're 50 yards away from the Watford fans. It's not like they were going to go and do it anyway. It's just... It's just what happens at football. It's not something I would do, but, you know, come on. It's a bit of a joke, really. When it comes out, and if it comes out, and if they get done for it, then the judicial system's got a problem as well if we're Mm, doing people for that. Because hand gestures, what what makes one hand gesture different to another? And that's well, what let, I let me get. ask you one other thing, and, because I was told as well, not it was it, it maybe wasn't reported at the time, but a person in the corporate section earlier this season, last season, I don't know, made a Nazi salute um, in the London Stadium. They were pulled up on it because someone took a picture of it. Um, is that different? <laughs> so what someone put their arm up well yeah in a nazi salute they admitted it afterwards apparently but but and said they were wrong oh, and and a, and a spurs fan um complained was it at the Tottenham game? yeah it probably was yeah what and a spurs fan complained about a, it? a spurs fan in the um corporate in the corporate uh, took a picture i'd say well, what's the corporate spurs doing in the corporate well for start? yeah it's a good good question i mean you know, what's I, I mean, I don't know. Me, I'm a live, let, sticks and stones man. You know, if you want to slag me off, slag me off. You know, it's just words. It don't, you know, yeah. I'm not condoning. I would never condone violence or whatever. But if, pe- if the, the most people are going to do is sling words about and whatever, so be it. I don't know. I don't, I don't get why. I think so, we've all made a gesture at away fans, haven't we? At least once. Oh, I've made a few at well, you. I'm I not mean... playing <laughs> Go on, John. How many times away games have you been to away games and had things done to you? Yeah. Like, like on some of the things that have been said to you. Yeah. And just like, by the home fans, you know, only away fans. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just... once called a fat bastard, and they sort of blew out their cheeks and went, "Look at you," and then. That bastard. But like, people do it all the time. If you when they get your eye and then they yeah, give you all that's right. Someone once called me four eyes when I had my glasses on. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, but it's just it's just you know it's part of the sanitization of everything in society. Yep. And if if football was going that way, then it, it well then all football needs to go that way. Why is it only at our stadium? Is it yeah. because? They don't use football stewards. It's because they use five different stewarding companies, and every week you get different stewards. Is it? Is it because they steward mainly other events like concerts yeah. or whatever's, and they go there, and that's their code of conduct. It's not a football. If if our owners just say, "Look, you know what? Sod the expense of how much it costs to run this place for stewards." We we'll pay you the same money each each year, but we we'll cover the cost of the stewarding as well, and we we'll put our own stewards in. What a good idea that would be! Get a West Ham stewarding system in place. We wouldn't need any police in the ground, or you'd have a very small amount of police, and we could go back to being a normal football club again. I mean, we, we never had that many stewards at the bowling. I know there's more people, but down in that section, no. There's not as many people in that section as there was. Yous used to be Trevor Brook in lower, next to the Wave fans. There was yeah. more people in yeah. that section than are in that block. Yeah, agreed? Now, yeah. but yeah. they seem to yeah. have doubled the stewards down there. Ignoring yeah. the fact that... I don't know why they've got all the stewards lined up for a start. You've got that bank of empty seats that acts as a buffer. You've got a 20-foot gap where there's like a service tunnel that acts as a buffer. There's another five rows of seats blocked off in the away end. That's another buffer. Yeah. It ain't like they're going to be yeah. able to have a punch up. Yeah. What are they going to do? It is. Yeah, but the, the steward, but Upton Park, the steward in, there was the same stewards every week. Everyone, they all knew you. And they'd, if you did something stupid, look, come on, and they'd push you back, get out back at you. You know, they would, and you go, yeah, sorry, you get because you get hepped up and you get caught up in it sometimes, and you do and say yeah. stupid things. Yeah. Yeah, but that's football. That's the passion of it. Yeah. That's why um, players get done for saying stupid things to each other on pitches. That's why they spit on each other or grab each other by the throat. It's the but, but as a player, it's things. okay to make obscene hand gestures to fans. 
and not get banned. Yeah. Well, well brought back to the Watford game, but yeah. Well, look, it's just, I saw the aftermath. State, yeah. again, it's state I saw the aftermath. I was at the toilet and I come out and I heard this commotion and like 30,000 teenagers had their phones in the air. So, <laughs> so, so which <laughs> made me laugh because I thought, I'm not being funny. I just walked up the stairs to get a better look and I stood on the stairs. And I could, well, I must admit, I did try to film it, but I couldn't work my phone. Um, <laughs> but I could see, they had five old Bill pinning him down. He wasn't resisting the rest. Yeah. Five old Bill. And I'm, and then another two come walking yeah. along. Yeah, well, one one other guy was in his 50s that yeah, I spoke to. That's and the he, one I they had. The they, yeah, they were standing right right next yeah. to me, and, and they said, they, but, they want me. They they're after me. They're gonna chuck me out. Yes, exactly. What but if you if you're of a mind like we are, we've been going for years and doing. You know, if you're stood there and you're engaged in some kind of whatever with the away fans, then all of a sudden you get five or six stewards coming and tell you, just pull it, leave it out, mate, do whatever. Mm. You would tell him, oh, why don't you just I'll fuck off, yeah, mate, or whatever. I've done it. In, in, so, yeah. you, and then and then once you've done that, you've mm. crossed the line for them. Yeah then you're getting your arms on the shoulder and you're getting pulled out. What, what did you say? When we were at the Stratford Reservation Centre and we were offered Block 114 right next to the Wayfans, what did you say, John? I said it's for that exact reason. Yeah. I don't want to spend the whole game yeah. having it with the away you fans. Said, I, don't I don't want, want the distraction. I want games. to watch the game. But you do spend yeah. a lot of time having it with the away fans, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm all yeah you're a bit of a tearaway. You're on their wanted list, the, the stewards, aren't I'm they? The, Lucky yeah. you weren't there. Boy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I did speak to Amanda Jacks today. I was a mod. I know Amanda Jacks is involved, spoken to them and, and trying to get them legal representation. So uh, maybe we can say more once uh, they've been to court, which is at the beginning of March. But they're banned. Yeah. Well, there you go. Saying that, we ain't got to go until March anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> but if they're successful in that, yeah, you know, when they get put in front of the court, do they get their bone rescinded? Yeah, they do. Right. It's the ground again. It's the stewarding again. Yeah. Ruining the fan base. Okay. Uh, moving on. Okay. Uh, sure. Number four, we've got Sullivan interview, Golden Wigan Car Park interview, board and John's plans update. No. Mm. Well, let's start. Let's start with the Sullivan interview because I, I wanted to. I watched to, it today. Uh, get, yeah, so let, let's start with you because you've only watched it today. What was your opinion? I think we should all give uh, an opinion. It made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I was literally sitting having my lunch with my headphones in and, it, and when he mentioned the beer shelves, <laughs> it literally made me, made me laugh out loud. It's just funny. Like, you know, we've made changes. We've given people what they want. You know, we've got beer shelves now. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> is that a joke? It's brilliant. Um yeah, it made me cringe. It made me laugh. Made me shake my head. Um, it's just just lies, isn't it? And like, not, I don't Nigel, know. you 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 called it that you turned it off as soon as he said David Gold was born in Green Street. Yeah, another li- another lie. David <laughs> Gold was born in Stepney, and he didn't go to Green Street till he was about five. So another lie, and it switched it. I did go back and watch it though. I thought, oh, let me go and hear what the prick's got to say. And I was right; he was a prick. Mm. Oh, what do, I... do you believe he will delegate? I mean, the big thing for me is he says he will delegate out transfers. Do you believe that, that he will have the biggest video well, department? Well, one question I've got is why haven't, we, why haven't we doing that already? And why have we got to wait? Why do we wait? What's the, what are we waiting for? Because he watches everything on YouTube uh, at the moment. But... And he's saying, rather than getting Jack and Dave to do the analysis on YouTube, he's now going to get a proper department. Of, uh, Jack and of Danny, by the looks of some of the players Dave. we've signed, mate. I'll tell you, I don't know about Jack and Dave. It's a company rhyming slang for you, Jack, Jack and Danny. And Jack and Danny. How about John? John, what did you did you? I know you're you're so pro Sullivan. Did you <laughs> did you take anything away from the video? Uh, no, no, not really. Did you think it was a point? Should he have done it, or was it pointless? Well, if he's going to do it, he could. could I mean, he should have come out and had something of substance, but he hasn't really. He was, his new analytical system he's going to put in place, which you know, I know, is someone watching videos. Yeah. It's just, it's just, he's 
needed a bit more substance if he was going to do. I mean, that, any like we said before, anyone who like minded really realizes that what all of this discontent is not going to achieve a great deal other than a change of something. You're not going to get rid of them all, and he had an opportunity to put sort of start that process, and he didn't really. I think he missed he, it by um, a long way. He said being ambitious is not a crime. He didn't say, he sort of said sorry for being no, ambitious, but he said being ambitious is not a crime. I want to, so he sort of, when he said people said we made promises and seemed to be focusing on things like Champions League and next level. And he said being ambitious is not a crime and didn't really focus on any of the other promises. But, but in, in, the, in, the, in the round, when you look at the whole of it, his, their ambitious talk was used as a tool to, persuade people to sign up to this move and in that instance you like you align those two bits together mm-hmm. their level of ambition is caused a large people to fall in behind them and in my eyes that was a crime mm-hmm. so yeah his ambition was a crime I, I mean my view is it's too little too late and the problem is he's got no credibility now and it didn't matter what he said in the video people are going to just say i'm sorry We've heard it all before. Actions speak loud on words, or another cliche. It's uh, what's the word? Um, well, that's not another cliche. I know the pudding. Um, <laughs> it's in the eating. Over egging the pudding. No, not over egging the pudding. Proof of the pudding it's in is the in eating. the eating. That is the one, John. I did. I noticed in your last podcast, you're really good with saying, Sean. Like when you, <laughs> when you the proof people, of the when you John, you're right to keep their money in their pocket. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the proof of the pudding is in the eating. And, you know, if he really believes any of the things he said on the video, actions speak louder than words. He needs to show that he's got no involvement in transfers. And, and but he show- can't do that because this is, this is the thing. He's seeing it like this is his money, so he's going to spend it how he wants. He's well, he puts a budget and gives it over to the uh, gives it over and says, "There's your budget. Spend it how you want." If he's really going to be hands off, that's the way he's got to do it. Yeah, there but then go. that needs a proper bolder point in then, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But that ain't going to happen. Well, we'll see. Um, the other one I wanted to mention, and I and, and we, I think we've got a bit of disagreement on this, but I watched the the. David Gold um, altercation, I'm going to call it, with fans, including Baz Cox in the Wigan car park. And Baz Cox has released on Twitter video of of him and others talking to David Gold. And I, I don't know, others might see it a different way. And I know George saw it a different way. I thought they were quite aggressive. They were shouting. I know they're passionate. They were quite aggressive. And I know there was no jostling and that's what they wanted to prove. But I could see it could be seen as intimidating action. Do, do you not see it that way, George? Uh, well, I must caveat that I only just watched it before we started recording and I didn't watch it to the end. But the uh, the bits that I saw, yeah, I think it's just passionate people having a passionate conversation. And, and you know, he's, as a football fan, he should understand and appreciate where people are coming from. But to be fair to him, he didn't ever say he was jostled. It was Jim Smith saying he wasn't cowering, was he? He wasn't coward. No, he wasn't cowering. Have you have you seen the video? I've saw I've seen some of it. Yeah, I didn't watch it all because it was all just pretty shit. But he didn't say he was just giving as good as he was getting. It was heated and there was raised voices, but it wasn't aggressive as you know. It wasn't like threatening raised voices there were just people shouting across there to him whatever I, I didn't see a major problem with it he's he's the one I feel sorry for right I think Brady and Sullivan it's their bed they should lie in it a little bit more cliche but 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 <laughs> gold I think is almost like the elder statesman he's been very professional he hasn't mouthed off he's said some silly things on Twitter agreed and I think he should come off on television. Um, but I think he, you know, his heart's in the right place. George, Sean, one of the one of the major videos of use at any time about this move has been his video stood there yeah, I agree. in the ground saying, "We now seats can't be any further than this." I know, and, and that, that was silly. Or on we wouldn't go. Or we wouldn't go. See, yeah. the thing is, he can turn around and go, "Well, they told me the wrong information." 
they didn't stand there with a gun to his head and say, say that these seats will be like this or we wouldn't go. He used that phrase, or we wouldn't go. But guess what? We went. And when he made that comment, they'd already... And what people tend to forget is the first bid that West Ham were going to buy the stadium or be joint owners of the stadium, own 50% of it, there was going to be no retractable seating. They were happy with the seats. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, pushed back all the way. The first bid, there was no retractable seating whatsoever. All the seats would have been left in Olympic mode and they kept bleating on about, oh, the view's about as good as Wembley and the sight lines are brilliant. People forget that. They focus on, oh, we were going to own it and they forget that when we were going to own it, the stadium was actually going to be worse than it is now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Well, we wouldn't have owned it. It was still a lease, but, well, but I think they would have been forced yeah. into uh, putting proper retractable seating in. But I just feel like, no, I'm not. I'm not his apologist. I'm not making excuses for him. Out of the three of them, I think he deserves the least amount of grief. Do you know I what? Think That's Sullivan like saying that a Vitler Stalin and Mussolini. <laughs> I think Mussolini weren't too bad because he made the trains run on time. <laughs> good, good analogy. Good analogy. <laughs> bit, bit more extreme, but yeah. no, I've got one. Oh, yeah, he didn't slightly. kill as many of his own people as the other yeah, two. Yeah, no, so yeah, actually, I'll, I like I'll Mussolini. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, John, going back to John's get... plan, right? John's plan has gone down quite well. I've got one addition to John's plan, which we've talked out about before. So it's gone, gone down quite well with whom? Well, with listeners. The they say we like John's plan. Twitterati, yeah. And Facebook. Oh. And... I've got one addition. Could we add it to your plan? Because it is your plan. Right, Could we have... Uh, a, a fan on the board, please. And your, could you add that to your plan, John? If you really think so, if you think it's necessary. I not many. David not many. <laughs> yeah. We've no. got two fans <laughs> in charge now. What? Yeah. Look at yeah, the but I think mode. I think there should be, I think there should be, and a, a few other clubs do this. Um, I can't remember, but but there's a Premier League. There's not many. There's not many, sure. Um, but I do, <laughs> I do think there should be a fan on the board. If there's one thing they should learn from this, and I know some of the board have discussed this before and it was turned down, I think that out of this, they should pick a fan or... What is or a fan on the board going to achieve? In all seriousness, yeah. what's it going to achieve? Nothing. Having a fan sitting in the it, room ain't going to achieve anything. He's just going to have to sit there and listen to him talk shit. Oh, don't be sexist. It could be a she. Well, oh, if we sure. want to team, mate, that's fine. Oh. 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 Uh, sorry, Mum. Sure, <laughs> you, yeah. you won't need anyone to do that. Brady's oh, yeah. at the back doing that. Oh. Sure, anything Most to add? Number four. Yeah. Not really. I mean, the board want to reinvent themselves. Uh, but I don't know. I've I've been in, they've just called a SAB meeting which I've been invited Boycott to. The SAB. It's on the twenty eighth. Boycott 
28th of February. Do not justify him. Don't go. That's what I say to you. And I say to any of I'm. Yeah, no, I think you might have a point, and I'll uh, I'll make a decision next week. I haven't. I'd be I'd be surprised uh, if I ever did that one of your blogger meeting that any of the bloggers oh, ever went I again. Well, you'll be surprised. The egos have landed. You're having a laugh, aren't you? Don't 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 Bay get Walker will be there. Started I'll on. tell you. Yeah. Oh, John, I told you not to mention the war. <laughs> I was nice about him once I got away with it. How many points? How many points do we need to be safe and how many will we get? We touched on that earlier. I think we need three more wins. Does anybody else think anything? Sean. Although I don't talk the board anymore, a senior source did tell me that they thought <laughs> that we need 37 points to be safe this season. And earlier, we did a, we did a Clarence Hume You ain't going to get that. We've only got 11 games people. left. I was going to say that. It's only 36 games up for grabs. I didn't think I was strong enough. <laughs> right. And the popular vote seems to be... Just carry on, Sean. Carry 29% on. safe. 43, <laughs> Keep carry 43 on. and 45 points. <laughs> do you agree so with that? Did you, did you do a Clarence Hill poll? Did, did you? Yeah. Does anybody still read it? Yeah, we do. We're getting good figures. Oh, What's the poll about? Do you think we will? Do you, do you think we're... This is going to be silly. <laughs> and do you think we get 45 points? No, no we've only got no. eleven games left. No. Yeah, but we've got 33 points available. <laughs> Sean, how's the Billy Bonds auction going? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> the Billy Bonds auction is going very well. Thank you for asking. I should just move on, you know. Oh, dear. Uh, we've got over a £1,000 of bids for the nine auctions, and it's ending on Valentine's night. So if you want to buy your girlfriend or wife or mistress a nice little Billy Bonds, it's from his personal collection. Uh, there's a link on our Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash more than just a podcast. Uh, bidding finishes at six o'clock on Valentine's night. Please donate and bid generously and you can have a piece of West Ham Billy Bonds history. And get your money out of your pocket. Yeah, get your money out of your pocket. Uh, it's time for this. What's that noise? Someone laughing. It was, it was Is that my chair creaking? I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it was. chair. Sorry about that. I'm, I was dancing to Facebook, Twitter, question time. So, uh, We've yeah. seen your dancing large. Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can bust some moves. Don't you uh, worry about that. Two, who was it earlier? I can't, can't, couldn't see who it was. Cool. Podcast from tonight around 8pm. On the running order is the win over Watford. How many points West Ham need to be saved this season? Trouble in block 114. Basically everything we just talked about. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a running <laughs> order, basically. <laughs> Send in your question statements of fact or just a shout out for the podcast. And we've got quite a few. Uh, the viewing figures are going through the roof. I must Dave Walker got it all wrong <laughs> when he said we only had eight listeners. I'm telling uh, you. Just relax, sorry. All right. Nick Harvey says, Calm down. I'm going to make a couple of points this week. On the pitch, as we knew, on outfit makes a big difference. A pleasing performance, 10 points to go. Oh, he thinks we need 10. Uh, Baroness Brady of Hypocrisy stated in her Sun column on the 3rd of Feb 2018, censorship is a terrible, insidious, dangerous thing. It is never, ever a good idea, and we should all be very wary. Yet she and the board continue to instruct stewards home and away to remove banners which are critical of the board. Her actions rarely match her words, which is why we can never believe anything she says. Um, I I do know that um, she has asked um, stewards on the way grounds through West Ham staff to remove the banners, yeah. And I know uh, some away (laughs) stewards have refused. Uh, Joseph Barr says, do you believe any of the statements? Oh, sorry, go on. Go on then. You should have jumped in. Sorry. 
I was okay. I thought he was coughing himself out there. I was waiting for him to kill over. It's sort of at the end. But in twenty ten <laughs> I spent two hundred pounds <laughs> to have a flag made. Say no to Olympic Stadium. After being told four times that that flag can no longer be shown in the ground, I got an email to say that if I do it again, I'll be banned. So he's look, listening to what the bloke put there, he was spot on about censorship, and I'd forgot about that, that my flag was banned from the bowling ground. And I got threatened with a ban as well. And I think the only reason they didn't ban me was because I was sitting on the SAB at the time. So, it's where you met me, which is where I, yeah, and the rest is history. (laughs) Joseph Barr says, Do you do any of you believe any of the statements Sullivan talked about in his interview? I'm guessing Shedman will think it's all bollocks. Yes, bollocks. It is. I think we covered that already. I don't think any of us believe any of it, do we? Tim Sharma no. says, do you boys agree with the plan, March? If so, will you be joining? Uh, Sean, are you joining the March? So I believe that it's everyone's right to join the March. I'm not personally marching <clears throat> for two reasons. One, I, I think it would be slightly hypocritical um, because of my involvement with the board, etc., and to be on it will just <laughs> look hypocritical. Uh, the second, it, it, quite practical, my son does sports on a on a Saturday morning, and and I can't get there for half eleven anyway. So I, you know, I only get there about half two and got the kids that weekend. So um, I believe that everyone should make their own decision and join in the march. Uh, I personally can't make it, and I would think it would be hypocritical for me to join it. How about you, George? Uh, I'll be joining because one of the criteria I had was that the march had to be in March. So since it's you did, March, you did say that actually. I will join the march. Um, I also think you know we need to be there as as a a voice of as we are a voice of some of the fans. So we need to be there to report on what goes on and see it through uh, our own eyes. I think I think that's another reason we'll definitely be joining. And I think you know it's a show of strength. Amongst the fans, we are united still. And I think it will be the start of a hopeful change. John, are you going? Yeah, I intend to go. I think it's uh, I think it's got a complete momentum now. I like the idea that lots of other groups and all things are sort of coming under the one banner. There's talk of sort of changing it afterwards to a, a different name and action group and whatever. But yeah, I think it's... I mean, feeling the way I do and have done since they took over and they proposed this move, I think it'd be as as Sean has said, it's probably a bit of a hypocritical thing for him to do to join this march at this point. But I think it would be the other way for me if I didn't join it because all the stuff I've said and done over the thing, I think yeah. I need to go on it and I will be there. Yeah, you you have been constant, John. I will I will Thank say you. that. No, you're not bothering, are you? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not going on the march. Um, twofold. I've got friends coming over from America for the game, so I didn't want to take them on the march. But to be honest, and I will be honest, if they weren't coming over, I wouldn't have joined the march. Um, the reasons are that I feel, I hear a lot of people saying, we want our club back. They want to get the owners out. I want the owners out. I want them gone. <laughs> but we ain't going to get no club back. I did my protest in 2010, 2011, 2012. I did my best. It was to no avail that the move happened. And um, I just, I don't know, to be honest. I just, I, I hope they get a good crowd. And perhaps it is hypocritical of me to sit here and say, I hope they get a good turnout while not turning out. But I just felt that... I did my protesting years ago and it got me nowhere. And to be fair, I'll probably go and have a beer. 50% yes, 50% no. I noticed, by the way, that X and the West Ham Way have got a um, yeah. event. Perhaps we go to Dean Ashton. With Dean oh, Ashton. Oh, yes. And and sort of X has been saying, well, we've been wanting to get Dean Ashton. We might want to do something for it. But, you know, yeah. we it's the only day we could get him. 
Sounds yeah, good to me. Uh, Dave Altsig's good mates with X. Perhaps I'll yeah, say no. to Dave. Dave, do you fancy the West Ham way? John Borum says, is anyone else a tad confused that we've got another left-sided player in when it's obvious to most that we need a central defensive midfielder as a matter of urgency? Anyone else confused? I think Everett was um, a strange side. We haven't addressed Everett, have we? We haven't addressed the Everett oh, signing, well done, no. John. Well done, John Borum. Um, it's a very strange one, wasn't it? Does anyone else think otherwise? <laughs> yeah, I think it was strange. What to get Kung Fu kick uh, person, allegedly on 75 grand a week. I'm not sure I believe that. Um, I mean, I don't know if he's got his legs in him anymore. I know Bellamy's come out and who else came out and said something? Bellamy and someone else and said, don't see the point of it. I mean, we've yet to see whether he can contribute something or or whether he's just a bench warmer. Yeah, well, he's a a squad player. He's not going to be... A starter is he? But how old is he? Thirty-six is he? Yeah, he's thirty-six. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. So, Perhaps we use him in the cups. Oh, <laughs> well, Moyes came out and defended him and said because at the time he did the kung fu kick, it was allegedly that they said because you know he makes these funny videos on Instagram. It was said, <clears throat> "Your your shit, ever uh, get out of Marseille and go and make your videos. Leave football." And then he did his kung fu oh, that's, kick. That that's, a, that's a completely okay reason to kick someone in the face. Yeah, but Moyes said... <laughs> we're safe, oh. we're too far away. Go on. Moyes said, oh no, I, he's told me the reason and you would understand it, but refused to reveal it. And I spoke to someone at the club and they said, oh, it's a private conversation between Pat, as they call him, and, and uh, David and... Uh, Pat? Who's Pat? <laughs> Patrice. Oh, That's what sorry. they call him, Pat. Son, oh. um, I wondered. I wondered if they were going to do like they did with um, Masuaku. Really, I thought they might be pushing Creswell up and playing him behind. But I think that didn't happen, did it? So I thought they were trying to make. But they reckon happen. Pat's not fit yet. Pat's not match fit yet. He's only got. 11, there's only eleven matches left. You have to get fit soon. Uh, Jack Ahern says, is Chiturito starting to win you over with his performances in the last few games? He's scored three in the last four. Yeah. Would you like to see him around next season or happy to see him go? Now, I will proudly say that I've always liked Chicharito, and I've when anyone's spoken about him leaving, I've said, no, keep him, keep him, keep him. There's a place for him in any team. And I've been proven right in the last four games. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, he is starting to play well, certainly with an out of it. Be interesting to see, wouldn't it? Be interesting to see when Lanzini comes back, how he and what he does and how he jiggers it about. Does that Mario, how Mario get dropped? So, how do we think he's been performing? I think he's been all right, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he's done all right. He ain't 40 million quid's worth all right, though, is he? No, he's not. But he's working hard and he He contributes, doesn't he? And I, I just think, um, the fact that he's gone at the end of the season, he'd be the one to be dropped out of the team, wouldn't he? I would imagine. Yep. Uh, a long one from Paul Sanders tonight. Uh, let me just pick out the best bit. Oh, the poor bloke. He's wrote all that. We can't read all that, though. We'll be here all night. <laughs> it's, it's longer than the Clary Hugh article, that one. Uh Finally, Enjoy the podcast, he says. <laughs> I'm going to read that bit. Enjoying the podcast. Come on, your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Johnson says, probably more by luck than Johnson. Oh, you can't do probably that. He, on a he took an hour to type that out on his, on his iPhone 4. Go on, then. You read it, Nigel. You read it. I'll, I'll skim it. Oh, fuck. I've lost it. Oh, no. Sorry. Here we go. Got it back. Couple of points. 36 to 37 would be enough. He thinks Baggies, Saints and Stokes are going. He's looking forward to Lanzini. He knows it's congested. There's five or six points. So far, we've managed one point between them, but he doesn't see anything changing much. We won't battle with Europe. He says he thinks the atmosphere is a lot better. He's in the Bobby Moore lower in near the far right corner. Ooh, don't make no hand signals if you're in the far right. <laughs> um, row 14. And uh, he thinks the coast-to-coast IPA is a nice change to Carlsberg. Yeah, you're boring us with your real old shit now. Uh, I'd like to see Brady <laughs> Gold, wouldn't we all? If Sue Goat can bring a professional team to run the club, don't hold your breath. 
Uh, blah, blah, blah. Finally, is there a position for Michael Antonio hasn't played apart from goalkeeper <laughs> or, and centre-half? Well, there's two. You just answered Michael, your own question. It? He calls him Michael. Yeah, yeah blah, yeah, blah, blah. Mickey. Enjoying the podcast. Come on, you Irons. Thanks, Paul. Well done, Nigel. Uh, Andrew Johnson says, probably more, probably more by luck than judgment, the club has stumbled on a manager who is a clear keeper. Over-dependence on three players needs addressing this summer. Difficult to account for the rollover at the MX. Yeah, it was Chris Hitch- weird. Was Chris Hitchcock weird. says, assuming we stay up, who are our top five must-keeps? And our, must, our top five must-can-goes from listener number nine in Melbourne. Hey. Thanks, Chris. Well, they're getting squad numbers now. Yeah, we should have we could squad do a, squ- a squad list. <laughs> uh, Got to keep Lanzini and Arnautovic as two of the Lanzini, Arnautovic, uh, Antonio, Chicharito, and Ginge. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he said a five bonner. keeps though, so that's Adrian, Joe Hart, Raphael Spiegel. I don't know the other you two can't keepers. Name two other keepers. Uh, you, uh, well, well, no, we've got some under twenty-three keepers. Uh, must can and goes. Can goes. Must, must goes. Anyone must. Any must, must goes. goes. Uh, um, David Sullivan. David <laughs> Gold. Callum Brady. Callum Brady. <laughs> um, who else? I can't, uh, uh, yeah. There's no must goes jumping out at me. Well, you know it was. Evra. I was going to say Patrice Evra. Pat. Clark Hoy says, when will the club learn that signing former world-class players for one final payday is a bad idea? Surely we can put that alongside signing players from teams getting relegated and players who break when kicking a ball. Uh, I I did like a... Have we ever signed... Perhaps we're playing FIFA like 2011. Have we ever signed... uh, player coming to the end of the career that has succeeded I give you Teddy Sheringham Liam Brady Stuart Pearce yeah well there you go there's three I was going to say Teddy Liam Brady was probably the best one he was mustard mate he yeah. was absolute that, uh, I mean how many players have scored a goal with their last kick in football I don't know <laughs> Liam Brady I can think of two Liam Brady and Pat Holland and Teddy Sheringham what, with his last kick in football? Oh, no, Teddy no, Sheridan. I, mean, I thought you were still talking about signings. Freddie Lundberg, what a signing. What a signing. Uh, Roger Ribeiro says, a shout out to everyone on the podcast from Western Australia. One G'day. more listener from Nova, overseas. G'day, night. G'day, G'day, mate. G'day, G'day, Roger. G'day. G'day. Is it Ripper? G'day, Roger. Uh, How's your Sheila? Buy some shrimps on the barbie. That's a bit presumptuous, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Prince says David Sullivan said the stadium is not perfect. What should the board do to improve the match day experience? Where do you start? Well, they should. They should yeah, I've sure. got an idea, sure. and, it, and this will work. When it's ready. This is a hard worker. You could, you could actually rebuild the bowling inside the upper tier, and fit everyone in. How good would that be? It would fit if you rebuilt the bowling inside the upper tier. Around the pitch, we could all fit in again. Forty thousand, thank you very much. And we'd still be in Stratford like they wanted, but we'd be inside the bowling as well. I I think there should be pop tarts. I mean, we've got popcorn, we've got slush puppies. If we could have pop tarts, a little store with pop tarts, I think that would really improve the match pop day tarts at a football ground. Show when you burn your mouth, it get sued. Oh yeah, good point. I had popcorn. At the, How about toasties? Yeah. Did I have popcorn? I saw did a you? picture of you eating popcorn. No. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It weren't salted. Is that though. true? Yeah. It I was like you. I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it was a joke picture. It wasn't mine. I nicked it off the kid next to me. Uh, <laughs> Keith, Keith Ree says, reading David Sullivan's comments about changing the structure of our recruitment and scouting, etc., it does not seem at present we have any policies of any merit. I agree. His new ideas are what we should be doing now as standard. Yes, Keith said that earlier. David Sullivan must be kept away from all recruitment and team matters. Yes. Does anyone disagree? No. Uh, Lewis Trout said, isn't it typical that every time we get a win or we lose, the teams at the bottom go and beat a big boy so we can never actually pull away? I think we need more than 40 points to survive. 
What is really grating on me is that the fact that players can use a middle finger gesture and blatantly dive yet receive no punishment unlike one of ours. Yes, Lewis. I said that earlier. Yeah, we agree. I mean, that, that Troy Deeney one was a joke. He was clearly doing it to the Chelsea fans. Like, massively. Yeah, but ain't that allowed? Well, clearly it is. Well, there you go. Well, I, 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 don't get, I don't get all this about, oh, they pick on us and they let them off. Just get on doing what you do. Let them do what they do. And it all evens itself out in the end. Well, it, don't, it don't really. There's only been two, two um, uh, bands for diving this season. And it's been us and Everton. But there's been plenty of dives that, you know, hasn't been given a ban, so. Yeah, but I'll, but it was a dive, though. Well. I'll... You can't complain. It ain't about the others. You say, he dived, he got a ban, quite rightly so. You pull them up on the ones that they're not pulling them up. You don't complain that they've only done us like it's some complex they got against us. Yeah, no, yeah, but that's what I mean. It just does seem, why do they not do, like, I mean, that Troy Deeney thing, there's other players that have had long bans for, making gestures at fans. He actually said he was doing it to his own fans. It wasn't. He clearly did it in the away end. And also, Deli Ali got a games ban for doing it to a teammate as a joke. Yeah, that was stupid. Anyway, yeah. it's not a uh, swearing gesture podcast. Uh, Adam Ross Miller says, mm. just a shout out from me if possible. Long-term listener, love the podcast. And I have to say, I always find it a good informative podcast of the week's goings on with the club and matches <laughs> as I'm often unavailable to attend and keep up with some of the stuff that goes on. Uh, he agrees with the board out, but he can't help think he might have judged the Moyes appointment. He was hugely against it at the time, but he isn't doing a worse job than Billich in the last season of calamities and poor results. Keep up the good work. Come on, your irons. Thanks, Adam. How'd you do a shout-out? Just out of curiosity. I mean, when I go, give us a shout-out. Yeah, big up yourself. Do we go, Adam? Do we do that? Or is that... Yeah, you just... <laughs> yeah. So there'll be people listening to this falling asleep, and now they'll be... <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. that'll, that'll get our about, about 30% are about to switch off <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, yeah. And I think that's that's it on Facebook. And uh, I'm looking at Twitter. Um, Taylor Street said earlier this week um, in reply to, to David, Jesus, that David guy from New York you interviewed was insufferable. His knowledge, he's knowledgeable and often obviously passionate but his sanctimony about pornography and just the unbridled arrogance he carried himself, uh, carried himself <laughs> with a set of teeth on edge. I can't even speak. <laughs> and as a fellow American, why do we always feel the need to prove our credentials by talking about eating pie and mash? However, there is an update to this, isn't there? There is, yes. Sorry, do you want me to do the update? Yeah. Uh, if you can actually read and speak Taylor, out in English. Taylor got in touch two yeah, days ago. You, you speak uh, follow up. Turns out David from New York is a pretty effing cool guy. We have our disagreements about whether the Davids are more stupid or malicious, but they turn out to be minor discrepancies. Moral of the story, you can meet someone interesting. You can meet some interesting people by being an arsehole. There you go. Everyone's friends now. Did, did you... Did you see the other one as well? Uh, I also came my... today. I just I... gave Atmore. Yeah. Just put, this is addressed to David Houtzig. Uh So Houtzig. Houtzig. Dave Houtzig. Houtzig. It's A U. Houtzig. Houtzig. He says I gave him more podcast to listen on the way out to MA for work. Is that Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Uh, well done. A good represent- representation for us fans stateside. I'm relatively new to podcasts. It was surprising to hear someone from my neck of the woods make an appearance. And his neck of the woods is somewhere I don't know. Uh, that's it from the question time. So all that's left for us now as we approach an hour, which was our target for timings. Predictions for Liverpool away. Not this weekend. The weekend after. I'm going to go a 3-1 loss. Sean? 1-0 win at Anfield. John? A draw, 1-0. I'm full of optimism here. And Nigel, please. The Liverpool curse continues. We're going to lose 3-4-0. 
Oh, really? Salah and Firmino. You know that 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 other top goal scoring duo, apart from Lanzini <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> the best, the, the, yeah, yeah, the second best duo yeah, in the Premier second League. Second best yeah. duo in the Premier League that have scored yeah. about thirty five goals each more than ours. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll score a lot of goals. Yeah. Oh well, that's it for Mordor's podcast this week. Uh, I've been George. Sean has been gone. Uh, what? Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> John has been covering for Sean as ever. Nigel has been a troll to Dave Walker. Oh, oh, let, it, let it go. Salty, I would just say. Uh, thanks for listening. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.